what's up you thank you for clicking this episode and listening to another session of adulting with joyce brings shot of sanity i was editing this episode and i just really enjoyed it i honestly feel like this is one of the best and most insightful episodes that Erin and i have ever done just because it's so relevant to what everyone is going through right now which is finding people within their circles and even on social media that they completely disagree with and i've also seen social media some uh, as a place that's been so hostile in the past couple of months so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode uh there was one statement that I wanted to add before you go on and listen to the rest of the show, and that is, it's better to be kind than to be right. And I feel like with the generation that we have now and the climate on social media, it it seems as if being right is the only way to go, and you can only do good in life if you're always the right one so much so that people are willing to lose friends relationships family members or 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 people online who are complete strangers to them they're willing to lose those people just because they think they're right and i have to say that that's a really sad way of living your life that's a really sad way of 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 conducting yourself in a society that's so diverse and so different right um and and i think being kind is really more important than being right and it's one of the things that i personally had to learn the hard way uh growing up and being an adult uh, that people don't necessarily agree with everything that i think and everything that i believe in and i've realized that that's okay this is the kind of life that we live in it's imperfect it has a lot of different people and that actually makes it really really special so enjoy this episode and tell us what you think by using the hashtag adulting with joy spring and shot of sanity you know, if if they could actually give a good reason for why they believe a certain thing, if they actually can give a reason why why they live their life a certain way, you have to respect that. If they're not inciting violence, if they're not hurting you, if they're not uh, constantly out there to cause injustice or hurt on anybody else, you have to respect it. Know the boundaries. Know the boundaries to where it lies. And, and, and realize that just because you guys differ in opinions doesn't mean you can't be friends. You know, what I've noticed with social media is that it has given us so much power, right? A lot of people are saying that everybody now has a platform. And it's one of those things that we talked about in a previous episode of the podcast that everyone technically is an influencer by definition. You have the power to educate and influence people just by stating your opinions. Now, one thing that I've noticed is lacking in these conversations that sometimes I'm also guilty of is that we don't know how to respectfully disagree with people who have opposing opinions from ours. And I think one of the greatest lessons that I have been, well, I have learned and I am constantly relearning is the art of agreeing to disagree. And this is something that you can apply not just on social media, on the internet, but also in your workplace. I understand where, where some people are coming from when... For example, they say now, oh, if you're, this is your political view, we can no longer be friends. But I also think that you have to look at it from a perspective of what does free speech mean to you? 
If free speech means to you that you have the power to say what you think is right, and that means that it's of equal value to what other people think is right, then you should also render that respect and that belief to your other human beings. Now, that's the beauty of diversity, right? That's the beauty of unity. You won't say that somebody or a group of people is united because they all agree with each other. We disagree on a lot of things and mm-hmm. still we we try to be respectful and love each other by rendering each other the kind of respect that we want. So, Erin Ataide, today we are going to learn <laughs> and relearn Woo! how to respectfully agree to disagree. <laughs> uh, it it kind of resembles one of the previous episode that we did uh, where it was, um, can we be nicer to each mm-hmm. other? Which a lot of people love. Uh, because it, it's very simple. We, we just want to be able to to have a better world. No, yes. It doesn't matter who who it is, who's talking, which side of the fence you are on. Everyone in their heart always does things because they think that whatever they're doing will make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. I will honestly believe that. I know that a lot of people might disagree with that but i honestly believe whether the person is doing something right or something wrong they believe they're doing it because it'll make their world better mm-hmm. um now if that is universally accepted is where the context comes in um if it's and, lawful or legal ew, also. yeah <laughs> that's that's, that's very different we have to remember <laughs> exactly it's a completely different conversation um but i honestly believe that the only way that people can be heard is if you yourself listen. First you point. On- First point. You can only be heard if you listen. Um, and I learned that um, many different ways. I actually learned that from my parents um, because whenever we would have a discussion growing up, when I would, whenever I would have a discussion with my parents growing up, if something there was something that I did not agree with. Mm-hmm. My dad and my mom would, on very, very different occasions, whether it was just my mom or just my dad or both of them at the same time, they would always challenge me by asking me why. If I said, I want to have cookies, instead of my parents telling me, no, you can't have that, they would ask me, okay, why? Now, if you can convince me that what you want is more important than what the whole family wants, Mm -hmm. then fine. We, we, we can have a, a little bit of, of, of tug, and, uh, tug and pull and to see who gets what they want. Um, so that's where I learned, like, okay, if, if my parents alone were like, okay, you need to be able to hear what your child, who you obviously know much more than, can give you a reason why, then I was blown away by that. And I think that that's what carried me on to where I am right now in terms of being open open-minded to these different kinds of conversations yeah and you know one of the things that we learned growing up right is people don't listen to you if you don't know how to listen to them yes. and that applies now more especially now that we're adults that you have to learn to listen to really be quiet and process what they're trying to say and you know i watched the ted talk a couple of years ago and it was about being a better conversationalist and it said that 
when you listen to other people, you don't have to pretend like you're listening. You know how sometimes people say na, oh, for you to have a good conversation, you have to you know, affirm what they're saying, nod your head, look like you're listening. And she's saying, you don't have to follow those steps if you were actually exactly. Listening. And that's how you have better conversations. When you listen to people, listen with the intention of listening, not with the intention of answering whatever they're saying or rebutting it. That's how you become a good listener. So I really like that point. I I mean, we've had a lot of discussions um, where, and we've said it before, where we have not seen eye to eye. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that we've always come to an agreement is you will respect my opinion. I will respect your opinion. I will listen to you. You will listen to me. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that I will immediately change my opinion based on yours? No, mm-hmm. but I respect it. I am now informed of why you have that opinion. And that's it right there. Yeah. Um, when you hear someone's opinion, that is one thing. Like if I say pineapples should not be on pizza, that is my opinion. Now, if you hear that and you're like, okay, we can't be friends anymore because you eat Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> And we're friends. I eat Hawaiian pizza. Exactly. And I can't stand that. Like, I, I don't understand how we're still friends. How can you disrespect the the sanctity of pizza? I how like can the refreshing you tangy taste of pineapple on my pizza. What See? can I say? See? Exactly. That's it right there. That entire whole 15 seconds of stupidity really puts into perspective what it is. Mm-hmm. She... She, I said my opinion. She said her opinion. She explained why she has that opinion. She loves the tanginess of pineapples on pizza, quote unquote. And I respected her opinion. Does that mean that I'm going to be ordering some Hawaiian pizza today? Absolutely not. Probably never. Probably, <laughs> most definitely never. But that does not mean that I disrespect her as a human being, nor does that mean that I disrespect her opinion at all. Not agreeing and disrespecting are very, very different things. Thank you, Erin Ataide. That's a very good point. Okay, so the second point now. Second point from listening. Now, the second point that we want to talk about is to recognize the good in the differing opinion that other people have. Rarely is there an opinion that is so incredibly bad that you can't find like a hidden nugget of wisdom in there. <laughs> so for example, with the with the pineapples on pizza analyzation, right? Okay. Aaron might not like that. Aaron might even hate pineapples on pizza because it makes the pizza soggy. We've had this conversation before, believe it or not. Yes. It makes the pizza soggy. It it takes away the the meatiness of the pepperoni pizza. No, and it's just ham. It's just pineapple and ham. Exactly. Right, right. But Aaron could also go in like, okay, I get why you would want pineapples in there because you're the type of person who loves fruits. And you're kind of like, you're trying to get a holistic meal out of this pizza when it's supposed to be a holy grail of just lots of cheese and lots of meat. See, you recognize the good in the opinion of others. And why we say this is because 
I feel like you have to respect and understand that human beings have different levels of knowledge and wisdom and preferences at that too. And so there are many times where you think that what they're saying is probably offensive even, right? Things that you probably completely disagree with. Never in your life will you be ever heard saying the same statement that your friend just made. But it's also coming from the worldview, the experiences, the life that they are living, that they have lived. That's why they've come up with that idea. So instead of hating on the idea, try to figure out, okay, what makes this opinion and this idea so valuable to my friend why does she find this so good for her take that take that goodness right whatever it is maybe it's holistic food eat intake right or mm-hmm. it is it eating more fruits and whatever i'm i'm taking in and that makes you more empathetic towards other people you disagree with them you don't like what they're saying but you respect where they're coming from and why that they're that's their opinion so that's the second one for me recognize the good in anybody's opinion i always think that with uh, with conversations and discourse what it's something that we always try to promote here on on the show where you have a conversation trying to get there um there because i i took up communication so the there's one line that always sticks out to me the medium is the message like that that has always been something that was at the core of what i was taught um so in essence someone can only explain something you know i can explain it as hard as i can i can i can try to put it into words but it's still up to her to try and understand it. And that goes both ways. So if you are trying to get your opinion out and you're trying to get people to, to listen to you, or for instance, it's something that has to do with the office, or we'll, we'll, go, back, we'll go back to the, the pineapple conversation on pizza because that seems to be something that we can put tangibleness to it. Now, she can explain it to me as much as possible. She could be like, but you love salted caramel how could you not like pizza uh, pineapple on pizza it's the same thing Mm -hmm. but if my mind refuses to understand if i am close-minded and i refuse to understand what that person is trying to do then i am giving that person and their opinion zero worth at all Because if you're just thinking like, oh, no, I am already set in my ways. You know, I don't need to listen to somebody explain to me why putting pineapple on pizza is, is you know, okay. Or mm-hmm. it's, it's as good as people say, yeah. you know. I, I, you need to open your mind and be like, okay, I might not agree with you. But I need to understand to be able to further my own understanding as well. Yeah. So that's my second point. That's right. Okay, so the third one that let's call that the third one parts. Okay, okay, okay. So that was your third that, point. Yeah, that's our third that's my point. Third point. Right? Yeah. Okay. So the fourth point that I wanted to make is to focus on the facts and not your feelings. Yes. And this is so important when you're having discourse on social media, when you're trying to prove a point. Don't let your emotions get ahead of you. I know you're passionate about what you believe in. I know that you believe in this so much that you're willing to risk your life for it. And that goes on with your religion, with your political views, even with the way that you handle business in the office, right? But whenever you want to make a good argument, 
it's never smart to lead with your emotions. Because if you're emotional and if you're the angry one in the argument, 10 out of 10, you'll probably lose the argument just because you're not able to actually state out the facts that have the power to dismantle the argument of the person that you're having discourse with. Now, by by dismantling it, we're not saying that you're going to ruin this person. You're going to, you know, you're going to make them learned and you're going to change their life. You just got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Or, or it's it's more of laying down the facts for them in such a way that you don't even have to fight them for it. Look at the facts of why you're standing by the truth that you're standing by instead of lead with the feelings that you have towards this person that they're not conducting themselves in the way that you want them to. So that's why I feel like Focus on your facts, not just your feelings. And sometimes, you know, especially with social media, you have to have critical thinking because a lot of things are trending online. A lot of things are, you know, being promoted by celebrities, by people that you look up to. And we don't even check it because our feelings lead the way. Ah, my celebrity uh, that I look up to, I if reposted it. This friend of mine reposted it. Everybody else on social media is reposting it. So much so that we don't, even remember to look at, okay, but what does it actually say? What does this movement actually mean? Do I just do this because everyone else is doing it? Or do I check the facts and make my own statement? So much so that that statement is strong in itself because of the things that I have laid down. I also believe that, that you know, if you're trying to win the conversation... That's where things start to go awry. If you're trying to have a, a a discourse where it's, no, I need to prove to that person that I am right and mm-hmm. I will win, and that person will have to end up saying, "Depanget ka," and then you're like, "Okay, I win." If that is your goal, yeah, you're you're already messed up. And this this does not only happen in on social media. And you're right. This happens in the office. Yeah. This happens right now in group chats with your friends about the situation. This happens in, at the dinner table with your family. And you're just like, uh, you know what? Never mind. And I think that that is something that happens a lot. Because based on the different scenarios, the situation plays out very differently in the people that you're talking to. If you're talking to your parents and you guys have different you know, opinions, most of the time... The kids are going to shut up because they're like, you know what? It's not worth having this conversation. So I guess learn. We've said it before on the show. Read the room. <laughs> yes. Read the room. See, you know, who you're talking to and, and you know, where you are in terms of, of where that person sees your point of view and how accepting they will be. Uh, because at the same time, uh, you know, if you know that, it, okay, if it's your office mate and you're like, oh, we had a presentation, you should have sent this in a little bit earlier. You know, that's a little bit different from talking to your boss. Your boss yeah. who's like, boss, you boss, know. this is not how you run your business. Snap, snaman, jan. Exactly. Speed up, mm-hmm. read the room, know where you place yourself. And that is also how you will see how you will go about having that discourse. Yeah, there's hierarchy when you look at things, right? Okay, so the next point that I'd like to make is whenever you make statements, instead of using you, use I or we. Make it into our thing. So for example, 
instead of saying that you don't know what you're talking about, you have not studied about this particular subject, you have no idea what your opinion actually means. Instead of saying that, you can go, I understand where you're coming from, but I think there's always room for improvement in society. I think that we could actually learn more and discuss, and maybe we could arrive at something different. See how that sounds very, very different when they're basically saying the same thing? Yes, and perfect example is what we were talking about on the anti-terrorism bill, mm-hmm. where the one thing that really stood out to me when I was listening to the, the episode again, uh, just to make sure that you know our points came across, was we don't agree with the entirety of the bill. Mm-hmm. If there is terror in the in the country, we need to stop it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. there are things that need to be worked out with it. Yeah. You know, there there's. There's, I guess you need to have like a a little bit of, of a dance going on. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, I agree with you on this. I don't agree with you on that. Maybe we should do this. Yes. You know what I mean? There, there needs to be like a little bit of a, of a tango going on. Like a little bit of give and take. Konting landian. Kumbaga. Konti lang. Konti lang. Konti lang. Just have a little bit of give and take just to be able to find that that middle ground and find a rhythm and be on the same page so to say it just needs to happen that way instead of putting your foot down and saying nope i'm not moving this is where it needs yeah. to go there needs to be a little bit of rhythm to it <laughs> you know what what i was just thinking when you were saying that the best relationships, whether that's your work or your friendships or romantic relationships, are not when you guys are extremely alike. It's when you guys are opposites, but you find middle ground to actually be able to enjoy each other's company. And that's adult relationships for you. It's really about respecting who the other person is, acknowledging them for who they are, the things that they've experienced, the things that they believe in, and the things that they disagree with you on. And saying, okay, I don't think we'll ever find agreement on this particular part of our relationship. But you know what? You disagreeing with me actually makes me see the world in a different perspective. And I like that. That's okay. It makes me grow. I think you're sometimes stupid for it. I think you probably might need to do your research and we could have another discussion some other time, right? But right now, I'm okay where we are. We'll we'll find the balance soon. Okay, so which kind of leads me to my next point. And my next point is to not make it personal. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Not everything that... You not all of the words that come into your head need to be said. Mm-hmm. That's right. And even when you do say it, and even when you and your friends talk about it, even when you do have a discussion on it, it doesn't have to be personal. That person isn't their opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. if they could actually give a good reason for why they believe a certain thing, if they actually can give a reason why why they live their life a certain way. You have to respect that. If they're not inciting violence, if they're not hurting you, if they're not uh, constantly out there to cause injustice or hurt on anybody else, 
you have to respect it. Know the boundaries. Know the boundaries where it lies. And, and, and realize that just because you guys differ in opinions doesn't mean you can't be friends. Yeah. Freedom of speech works both ways. Mm-hmm. If you are going to be able to say it, you got to be able to hear it. <laughs> yes. That's the way that it is. Mm-hmm. That's it's right. not a one-way street. Freedom of speech is not just, I say this one thing, and if you don't agree with me, you can't say that. Like, mm-hmm. uh-uh-uh. Yeah. Um, there was something that I read uh, a while ago that really inspired me, um, where it was, we might all be coming from different areas. We might all be coming, like, for instance, if we're all coming from different cities, we all have to take different ways to get to a certain destination. But as long as that destination at the end is that we are going to be better off than we were yesterday, so be it. So, for instance, if you don't agree with somebody, let's say that both me and Joyce stand for the same thing, but we don't agree with the way that it's being done. For instance, if like all of these people that are calling out people online for not calling out the situation right now. Yeah. Influencers need to do this. Celebrities need to say that. Blah, 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 blah. There are people that are doing a lot of things behind the scenes that we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're doing something on their part, you know, let them handle themselves. You know, do do you. Do yeah. you. Handle you. Find your way to find your way to make yourself better. And then eventually we can all make the world better, hopefully, somewhere down the road. And if somewhere down the road is where we all meet up, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I was having this exact conversation with a friend of mine, I think yesterday or last night. And um, I was saying that forcing celebrities and influencer to speak up when they don't want to speak up is one, is forcing them. That's, yeah. it's, you're forcing the person for influence that they have. That just yes. doesn't make sense to me. And two, if this is the analysis that I'm, I'm looking at in my head, when you say mm. that influencers should do these things, right? It's like saying that every person with a megaphone should say things with their megaphone wherever they go, whatever they think. And the danger of that is sometimes influencers and celebrities don't know much about these things. To be completely honest. To be completely honest, yeah. They're probably not talking about it because they don't know much about these things. Second, it could be a familial thing, you know? They're respecting their parents or or their family. They don't want to be a part of this because it'll the the mean people online don't just go for you these days. They also go for your family members, right? Um and and third, it's probably because they want to be careful. Because you, you don't know the kind of influence that you have on people until you carry it on your back. Just to give you an example, on the daily, I would look at my inbox and people have messaged me about uh, relationships and marriages breaking up, how the podcast has helped them. They talked about uh, suicidal tendencies that they've experienced. They've talked about so many personal painful things that they look to me and I'm nobody. I'm like a small influencer in the plethora of mega influencers in the Philippines. But there are people who are affected by the things that I say. And so I will be as careful with it as I want to be. And if you are for freedom of speech and for people to be empowered by using their voices, then allow them to be empowered by their voices and not expect them to go with wherever you want them to. I I completely agree, and um, I think that that's where 
it should go. I mean, if you've seen like how John Boyega um, was part of his protest, it, he was, he wasn't there because people were forcing him to be there. Mm-hmm. He was there because he wanted to be there. He wanted to use his voice for all of that. Now, there is a saying where the camera adds 10 pounds on screen. It does. But it adds 150 ton on influence. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that are that know that they have a voice, but also know that they are not educated enough. And if they make a statement, they know that 150 ton weight will come crashing down. Mm-hmm. And they know that they need to be careful. They know that they need to be careful with what they say. Whether it is against is for or against what a lot of their their you know the people that they that are following them the people that are influenced by them um are now if they come out and they and they have a, an, an opinion whether it is to post a black tile and all of that and, and and so be it but do not look at these influencers to back your own opinion don't look at them to say Okay, this was my opinion. This person said the same thing. Therefore, that val- that validates my opinion. Mm-hmm. It should not be that way. That's it should it. not be that way. You know how you validate your opinion with truth, <laughs> which requires <laughs> which requires research, education, and knowledge. That's how you validate it, not by, by what your favorite celebrity says. Okay, yes. and last on my point is know when to walk away and agree to disagree. Read the room, as Erin Ataido always says. Mm-hmm. And when things are getting heated and you just don't seem to see eye to eye, it's never a bad thing to walk away from the conversation. It doesn't mean you're walking away from the friendship or the relationship or even walking away from the issue. It could be rehashed and you know, and you could have another conversation about that in the future. But know when emotions are getting too high and you're starting to feel that that you know umph in your heart where you feel like, okay, I'm getting hurt and I kind of feel that my friend is also getting hurt so you know what i'm gonna say i'm just gonna say you know what i love you i respect you i disagree with you completely but let's talk about this some other time okay i'll do my research too maybe you have good points maybe you could do your own research too to see what points from my end you liked right parts there is a difference between discourse and an argument <laughs> when when you are no longer in a conversation and you are in an argument, time to pack your bags, get out that conversation. Mm-hmm. For the both of you, you have to do it for the both of you. Because if not, I've seen so many families fight over opinions and and political opinions. Whether it is, I've seen families fight over pizza opinions, okay? <laughs> it, it happens. But when it is no longer... A conversation and turns into an argument time to wrap things up because that's when things get hostile and i guess that's where we wrap things up even though we wow, haven't gone nice. hostile <laughs> wow that that was i think that that was a really good way of putting that i enjoyed that conversation I and too. i think i think that a lot of people might hear this and only use it when it comes to political or religious or you know very very big pieces of conversation Mm -hmm. but 
it's not necessarily that way. We have become so sensitive with our own opinions that we need to also use this on the smaller, more what we think might be mundane conversations that grow into bigger arguments. Mm -hmm. Use this kind of thought process on a lot of the different things that you have in your life and promise, and I promise you it will change the way that you look at other people's opinions, whether it be big in a political, national, global f sphere to being so minute, uh, minute just being uh, something on a menu. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite uh, speakers and authors, Ravi Zakaria, said before that when a question is being asked, don't just look at the question, look at the questioner. And I feel like that's also with statements and conversations that you have. Look at the person that you're having a conversation with and not just base the way that you react to their opinion. It's a human being that you're talking to. Keep it that way. Respect, be compassionate, and allow for people. Give people the benefit of the doubt that they have the capacity to change. And also, don't be afraid to change your mind. It's okay. It's totally fine. Exactly. And that is a great way to end it up. Don't be afraid to change your own mind. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of Shot of Sanity SOS podcast, which you can find on your uh, Facebook uh, groups. Please join in. We have over 1,200 now. We are nearing 2,000 people. It is insane. insane. Uh, a lot of people asking a lot of conversation, a lot of questions, leading to a lot of conversation over there. So if you're looking for a nice community to join in, please make sure you head on over there and enjoy all the other episodes of SOS here on Adulting with Joyce Spring. But in the meantime, that's it for us. I'm Joyce Spring. I'm Aaron Ataide. We're out of here. Peace. Paalam. And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adulting with Joyce Spring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam. Paalam.